Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hello, my name is Steve Lacey. See if, mm-hmm. if folks, I know who are you? Oh, I'm Phil Thompson. So I, I know you don't like to banter, but if people could only get the outtakes of what we're doing before we actually press record, well, actually we are. We did press record. We're just not going to let people see your uh, your your uh, critique of my fashion sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a V-neck deal with long sleeves. Just everybody keep a note. Of, if you're watching on video, if you if you're you know if you're doing audio. You have no idea, but we're not going to describe what I'm wearing today. But we are going to describe how you, if you're involved in your church, which I assume you are if you're listening to this podcast or watching this video, how if you have a desire to kind of move your church or ministry or really any organization forward in the realm of technology, we're going to show you how to do it. <laughs> yes. So what's the headline, punchline? Um, moving forward with innovative church tech, not church or barriers to uh, innovative church technology, right? Would that be the yeah? yeah we the don't title have a of this title, guy? but we can. Uh, we'll probably put it on our blog. But yeah, so it's all about. Look, I know there's people listening that have like, hey, this is a great idea. We should do this at our church. We you know and involve some use of technology. But then you come up against resistance from the force or from the board or from somebody who (laughs) feels like, nah, we can't do that or we shouldn't do that. Or, you know, it's technology. Oh my goodness. It's technology. We, we might, you know, somebody might hack into us or something. So we've got to talk a little bit about how you could maybe help your church move forward using technology. Yes. And there's kind of a wave of tech that has, you know, hit the church over the past 20 years or so from, you know, you know, church uh, kid check-in systems to mm-hmm. kiosks in the foyer to, I mean, way yeah. back in the day, PowerPoint in the service was a big deal. Ooh, <laughs> having, yes. having lyrics of the worship was, yeah. was a big deal. So there's been yeah. this kind of wave of technology. Yeah, in, the, in the 1950s, it was overhead projectors. Oh, yeah? That was the... That was the tech that, uh, yeah, a true story. Uh, Jay Vernon McGee, who you may know who he is. Oh yeah. He's a Bible answer man, right? Through the Bible. No, he's not. No, he's He's not the Bible. I love it when I get a chance to correct you. Uh, it it was through the Bible is what it was. The Bible answer man was Walter Martin and then some other characters. That's right. That's exactly uh, right. I I met Walter Martin one time and interviewed him, but that's another story. Jay Vernon McGee has a much better name though. Jay Vernon McGee. Uh, he actually got lots of flack and, you know, for some of us, we would think, ah, Jay Vernon, Jay Vernon McGee, you know, not exactly on the cutting edge, but actually he was on the cutting edge of technology. And besides using radio, he also had a, one of the first signs in his town that actually lit up (laughs) (laughs) and he got resistance. From it. Oh, for having a sign. I thought you were going to tell me for having a an overhead projector. Oh, no. But, no oh, no. okay. I, I don't know. He, yeah, he probably had that too. But You know, probably 90% of our audience doesn't even know what an overhead projector is. They're thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, that pro- 
That projector that hangs from the ceiling, that's the overhead projector. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm talking about the transparency. Maybe I didn't use the yeah, right yeah, term. Yeah. No, you're using the you're using the exact yeah. right term, yeah. but it's kind of funny that yeah. like if I went to my kids and I said, "Oh yeah, that trans overhead projector," they'd go, "Oh yeah, that yeah. thing that the, uh, shines on the wall." I'm old enough to remember that when I used to lead music, and there'd be somebody sitting down, you know, on the transparent transparent overhead deal, and you know they would just take these transparent sheets, right? Of yeah, lyrics, right? And and so you know, I I would always get for every verse, right? I mean, they were down typically up front and they right, had a exactly. stack of transparencies. Yeah, typically up front with a stack of transparencies and a like a big box that had them in there. And, you know, I I remember getting frustrated lead, leading music because they would sometimes get mixed up or, you know, they, they'd be behind, be behind, kind of like it is now with, with, you know, PowerPoint and Pro Presenter, but they'd get behind, they'd get mixed up, or they'd get it upside down, you know, or something. It's like, <laughs> or oh, backwards. Come on. You laid in backwards. That'd be right. Try to lead people in the presence of God. What's wrong with you? So, anyhow, all right. So, look, uh, let's stop the bantering here and let's talk about some common barriers that we face and how we can overcome those. The first one, number one, is. No leadership. No, no leadership. Yes. No leadership. Uh, you know, the leadership of your church, uh, well, they just, they're not behind it. Uh, if they're not involved in it, at least understanding it and knowing it. And if they, if you can't get their support. <laughs> right. It's uh, going to, yeah. And you don't have to be a techie person knowing all the technology right. to you don't have to be a tech leader. You don't have to be the leader that knows tech, but you, it needs the leadership needs to recognize the value of it and be able to, uh, you know, promote it and go that route. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you've got to get the leadership. Uh, you know, and, and uh, depending on your how your church is set up, lots of churches are set up differently, but certainly the senior pastor and you know the staff. Uh, and then, you know, many churches are, are really board heavy, you know, leadership team, you could call them or your board or your committee. Uh, you really need to to get them on board. And that may take a while. Right. Well, you and you need a, I don't know if we're, it's jumping into one of our other points, but you, you, you do need someone that's going to be a proponent to work with the leadership and educate the leadership and leadership needs to be exposed to benefits and that sort of thing. So yep. I mean, even uh, at, at our church, I wouldn't consider our, our, our senior pastor, a, a real techie guy, but he does recognize the value of technology. Yes, so, he does. Yeah. So, so yes, if you don't have the leadership involved, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And then the uh, the second point here, moving moving along, uh, you know, another barrier you're going to run up against is is having no influence. So no leadership's one barrier. So you got to change that. You got to work with your leadership. But influence is also kind of a part of that. But but you want to be able to influence. You want to have people that are influencers. That's kind of a term today, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. I oh, guess okay. well, then indirectly you was, yeah, yeah you I jumped. did jump ahead. So that's fine. Uh, having somebody that's, I, I don't know. I, I, I think of these names pop into my head that nobody would really know, but you and I would know that um, are just kind of champions of the tech. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not on the leadership board. Right. Um, 
but there's somebody that's like, wow, here's an opportunity. Our church could really leverage this. They understand the opportunity. And then they go and influence. They got to have some influence with the leadership or right. just other people and you know, even the yeah. congregation in general. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. So is that, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about this influence point, right? It's just having... Sounds... Sounds good that, enough. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? I mean, you created the notes here. I know. Well, I know you're on board with it. I mean, okay. I, you know, we're just kind of living here. But yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. You want people involved. Uh, you know, you want uh, you know, leadership, the staff. And then, you know, as you just said, there's there's key volunteers and people that have influence in your church. And right. influence the, around small groups and different areas. Right. And if you're a... Uh, Oh, I was going to digress into some um, authors and books. Uh, I think they referred to these these influencers as mavens. So anyway, just uh, uh, we beat this one to death here. Yeah, you need somebody with some influence that's going to help steer things, right. and they don't have to be leadership, but they're they're typically people that are fairly well connected within the congregation, they have a decent network and they can kind of help drive the uh, attitude of mm -hmm. the church in a certain direction. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Is that, is that vague enough? I think that's good. I think that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on since we're, All right. uh, so the third point, the third barrier you're going to run up against uh, is, is uh, if you're, if you're able to at least get the thing moving, you know, maybe you've got some people, I don't know. Let's let's talk about giving. Let's use an example. Uh, you've set it up now where people. Uh, let's say you 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 ran across this great company called Church App Live, and uh, churchapplive.com, and uh, they they have a mobile app and there's lots of features and one of those is giving online. So let's say you've convinced leadership. Yeah, all right, we'll give it a shot. Let's do it. Uh, you've got to get people aware that this technology is available to them and that it's easy to use and it will benefit them. And so you've got to get it out there. You, so you, you know, you can't just launch it and then forget about it. You follow what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, we run in this, yes. I think a lot and I'm using church app live because that's one of our products. So I'm yeah. shamelessly plugging us, but, uh, or but streaming, be, streaming video. Anything. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So, that's why we always encourage people, especially in the realm of streaming video, but even if you've got a mobile app that we have, is get it out there, you know, put it in your newsletter consistently, uh, make sure people are aware, like if churches are doing streaming video, we always encourage the pastors to greet the online community, even as they're greeting their church, you know, they get up, they get on the platform, and they might say, good morning, welcome, you know, well, include the streaming video viewers so say and those of you watching online today you know thanks for being a right. part of our service that brings awareness right and there's um and even going beyond awareness i know that some churches actually you know my home church will introduce incentives for use of the technology for the congregation so for example um there's uh, for the big uh, Super Bowl Sunday coming up, they're giving away a, a big screen TV, but only to those that are checking in electronically. Wow. So they're trying to incentivize um, certain behaviors. And so 
um, that's you know another way to kind of wow. promote the tech and create some that's... incentives. You can only win if you've you know used the tech to get your name in, included in the list. So. Wow, I need to. So I don't go there anymore. Can I still? Uh... Get involved. What if I win? Wouldn't it be funny if I won the thing? Like, <laughs> oh no, that's Phil Thompson. He Remember used to that? work here. It's a problem. All right. Yeah, right. Well, Ed, that's a good point. Incentive, you know, so maybe your church can't afford to give a give away a sixty-five inch color TV or whatever it is, but you know, maybe they, you can give them an incentive in some other way. You know, I don't know. Maybe gift cards or coffee. Yeah cards or something i don't know but the the point is you want people to become aware of this and just mentioning it a couple times and then forgetting about it it ain't gonna it ain't gonna fly right you know? especially if it's really new uh i mean every if i'm making announcements at my church every single announcement i ever make i and we're i'm actually finally getting my way where we're not making a lot of announcements anymore but whenever i do make an announcement on the vital things i always say if you want to give, you could also give online. And here's how you do it. You know, go to our website, blah, blah, blah. So it brings awareness to people. Whatever it is you're right. using, you know, whatever yeah. technology you're introducing. Uh, another new or quick, just another quick example is we do, um, you talked about online giving. We have uh, uh, EFT things mm -hmm. and you right. can, we mail envelopes to the home and mm -hmm. you just fill out the form and it'll, you know, do auto draft and that sort of thing. So anyway, yeah. and EFT for drop. those who don't know, EFT is electronic right. funds transfer. Yes. So it's an automatic draw from your uh, checking account and it's just, it makes it super easy. So they try to, they, they let people know that it's available by sending out the forms to sign up for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Number four, our fourth barrier to technology adoption. Trust. trust, trust, trust issues. issues. Yep, uh, that's a very real concern that many people have using, depending on what kind of technology you're introducing. Uh, if people in your church don't trust the technology you're promoting, then uh, they won't use it, whatever yeah. it is you might be pushing. <laughs> so uh, if you want to build trust, you, you not only not have to just go into the congregation with specific you know, the specific thing you're recommending, but you, you got to keep in mind the roadblocks that people have with certain types of technology. Uh, and again, we, we've been talking a lot about giving online. You know, some people are afraid to do that. Oh, my goodness, if I give online, you know, what's going to happen? What if they hack into my bank account? And so you have to talk about how it can be safe, how it can be secure. Mm -hmm. And that's just one area. Right. Um, Oh, but that's, that's a good just example for the trust issue. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever technology you are going to introduce or use, you've got to identify the common objectives, you know, and you know, a lot of things that we do, even in, in our meetings that we have uh, with streamingchurch.tv, we talk, you know, with Paul and you and I, we always talk about like, okay, this is an idea, but what are, what, what, what about the what ifs? Okay. What's the, barriers here what's the objections what's the you know common you know they call devil's advocate or whatever but what's and now i think you have to do that with technology too what what is it about this new thing we're using that people might object to right. and if you know how can we overcome that how can we explain that so that it's 
really something they can embrace and, and overcome that. So, so very, very important to keep that in mind. All right. So number five on our list here, five. We listed as low desire. Yeah. Low desire. When you remember, we're talking about obstacles here. So yeah. there's people that are hit with all sorts of promotional offer, offers at home and at their job and, you know, get the latest this and the latest that, the latest device, the latest app. And so in many cases, they're just like, eh, eh. I don't have any desire to use that thing. And so that many times can be the hesitation that people have. So you got to ask some questions. You got to answer these questions. You know, why should a member of my church use this thing that I'm introducing? How are they going to benefit? How will they benefit? How will it make their life easier? How will it make our church better? How will it help us fulfill our mission and our purpose? And, and then we, you've got to begin to answer those questions because if people have no desire to use it, it's not going to go very far. <laughs> and, you know, they're going to they're just it's going to fall flat eventually here. So you got to connect with the felt needs of, of your church and the people in it and, and help them. You've got to kind of lead them in, in using technology. Exactly. Any, anything to add to that? Um, uh, no, I mean, there's. That's a that's a tough one always, you're, right? Because everyone is exposed to all these different things. I think if you, you know, and they have low desire, so you may you may increase their desire through you know an incentive or something. You know, I don't right. know. Yeah. Well, like you know, I know you know we've talked. You know, we do mobile apps, but but I've I think you and I have had conversations where you don't. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's somebody else. But like you know, you don't have any desire to put an app on your phone. You know, like, ah, I don't need to have an oh, app on my phone. I, it's really common. Yeah. So, again, we, we're kind of going back to apps, giving online, all that. But, you know, this thing covers any any technology. But, again, you've got to show people, well, here's the benefits of using this app. If you're right. doing an app, you know, if you're introducing yeah. an app, here's, that's, here's that's why it's good, easy. And yeah, it's that's, a good, that's a good case because it's people, everyone goes through this where they're like, I got a ton of apps. I don't want to put another app in unless it's going to be something that's really going to benefit me. I don't even right. the real estate on my phone is it's not worthy of it until yeah. until I can be convinced that there's some I'm going to get something out of it. So yeah, I mean I've I do this with I don't know how many years I've been <laughs> um, uh, hit up by you know credit card companies. You know you have a credit card with a certain company, they say install our app, install our app, and I'm like. I'm not going to install your app. I have no no need to install your app. And I had to do something. I can't remember what it was. And, I, and then one of the only ways to do it was through the app. And I installed the app. And I'm like, wow, this the app is actually better than their website for um, you know getting the info that I need. It's just so much, you know. So I'm like, wow, I'm going to not only install that app, I'm going to stick it on one of the screens on my phone so that I have, so it's there when I, and so I've started using, you know, this is, not within the church, but it's a good example of yeah. I had a really low desire. I'm yeah. like, I don't need silly credit card app on my phone. But. Right. Well, and then I got an example. Uh, you know, there's an app that allows you to send money to, well, to anybody, you know, directly to them. Uh, should we mention it? Venmo? And uh, I, w I had no desire to put Venmo on my phone, but my son was up in Phoenix 
going to, to school up there and uh, he convinced me to use it and and I like it because I'm able to uh, you know when he was up in school I was able if he needed a little extra money for something car repair or something going on I could I could just instantly send him the money it was like really quick and easy and then when I won my fantasy football league at my church they venmoed me the money because I there was actually a purse a prize uh, so so um, I'm sure Ven- people- Venmo is the young person's PayPal so. it is yeah it is <laughs> uh, but again I, I'm using it I'm, I'm just I'm young at heart but uh, yeah. I found it already. Yeah, I was sold it too. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, uh, those are five things. I think that's all we got, right? Five that's things. Uh, yeah, look, uh, I'd encourage you, you, you know, as a volunteer, as a pastor, uh, whatever your position is, you know, if you have a desire to, to help your church use technology, and I think if you're listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube or somewhere else, uh, you know, go for it. And and we're just trying to throw some things out here that help you get past those obstacles. And those were the probably the most five common obstacles. There's probably a lot more depending on your situation and what you're trying to do. But uh, keep pushing for it. Keep using it. Because in our opinions, we, we really believe, you know, technology can be a great tool for churches and ministries to use to fulfill their purpose and vision. And, uh, you know, it's time to get out of the 20th century into the 21st. And hopefully these things can help. Exactly. Ditto that. All right. You did a good job. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Let me mark that on my calendar here. I've got a good (laughs) job from Steve. All right. So, folks, we'd love to get your feedback on this. Uh, You have a mark more than one every day now. Getting, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, It's only been 20 years now. Uh, uh, The... uh, uh, the feedback we get from you is appreciated. So send us an email, uh, support at streamingchurch.tv. Speaking of technology, uh, that's one way to get a hold of it. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. You can go to our website. We got a new website too. Uh, if we you do. talked about this last week, but uh, in case you just happen to catch this, just go to streamingchurch.tv and check out our new yeah. improved website and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Send us a thumbs up or thumbs down or, yeah. or whatever. Absolutely, something whatever you, yeah. you like or something that annoys you. We're interested in both. Absolutely. So. Yeah, good good deal. All right, well, we are done. Thank you very much, Steve Lacey. You're welcome. And I'm Phil Thompson, and thank you for the privilege of your time today. We really do appreciate you listening and watching, depending on what platform you're looking at this on. Thanks so much for uh, spending a little bit of time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll see you again next time. Take care.